بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله وسلم وبارك على خاتم النبيين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Here we are continuing to talk about the topic which is mentioned the case that really every Muslim should really think of and try his best to obtain it that case that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swore 11 times in one surah in one location in the Holy Quran that the only ones who are going to be winners are those one who purify themselves and anyone else is the loser so we talked to you the few last few weeks we discussed the case of the self and it's, as mentioned in the Holy Quran three types these three selves or three types of the self is actually mentioned name by name in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala النفس الأمارة النفس اللوامة النفس المطمئنة each one of them is already mentioned in the holy book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we said in order to talk about the purification of the self we really need to talk about the heart itself because it is the leader of these types or kinds of selves or the description of oneself which is the three descriptions we mentioned just a few minutes ago actually the heart as a leader of the body is mentioned by Muhammad sallallahu in that hadith which is narrated by Al-Bukhari and Muslim that Al-Nu'man ibn Bashir radiyallahu anhuma said that Muhammad sallallahu said inna al-halala bayin wa inna al-harama bayin and a long hadith until he came to the point to say ala wa inna fil jasadi mubra idha saluhat salaha al-jasadu kulluh wa idha fasadat fasad al-jasadu kulluh ala wa hiya al-qalb piece of meat that much which can be chewed in one time mubra in Arabic mubra is something you can chew this piece of meat that's the heart of the human being if this heart is good, clarified if this heart is purified then the whole body will follow if it's clean if it is good, the whole body will follow if it is bad then the whole body also will follow that's what Muhammad Sallallahu mentioned in this hadith then he said we cannot really work on that heart and we cannot really purify ourselves unless we know what are the things make the human being, whether we say the heart itself or the self of the human being cannot be clarified or purified unless we know what are the sickness we can or we are supposed to protect ourselves or our heart from and what are the medicines we can take to make the heart become eligible for purification last week we discussed the case of the fitan and the reason of the, or the types of the fitan and also the types of the heart when they receive these fitan that one of them 
one of the two, yeah, the two types of the heart was the one who, which is observed these fitan and the other one which is rejecting these fitan tonight we need to talk about the poisons or the toxins that really weaken weaken the heart or kill it also as you know in reality poisons are not the same in strength some poisons could kill from the first dose or taking by mouth some poisons no it takes long time and maybe if someone yeah, if the person who falls into these poisons he can one way or another by other medicine stop the effectiveness of this poison so he will be okay the poisons we're talking about is not the ones which is going to kill the heart directly because the ones which is killing the heart directly like shirk or polytheism we have already discussed them long time ago we're going to discuss those kind of poisons which people do not really notice I remember that there was a story about uh, a lady young lady married that's in the west of course married a wealthy man and she does not like him at all but she accepted him because of the money because he was wealthy and rich so she agreed with her boyfriend there's nothing in Islam of course to kill that man but how to kill him without having the trouble with the police and so on so they used some kind of poison called zirnikh I don't know the name of it in English but it's called zirnikh in Arabic that poison the person takes drop by drop in any liquid he drinks it will take about a year or two years and it will kill the person and if they check the blood they will cannot find any anything in the blood could show or mention that there is a poison there that's what the British usually use slow but sure that's what, that's what actually they did to Muslim countries when they occupied it you can see all around from Egypt, Palestine Jordan, Iraq and also India and Pakistan and Bangladesh what did they do? they used that kind of poison but it is not touchable poison it's a poison which is destroying the heart and the mind until the Muslims or lots of Muslims start to feel that it is a shame to be a Muslim subhanallah al-azim they, they, they made this Qadianism or Ahmadism as they call them in that area and they made so many groups and they, made a lot, they gave a lot of money to the extremist Sufis to destroy the true Islam which is available in these countries how much they paid or the, as example the French occupation of Algiers and Morocco and Tunisia how much they paid for that, that group called Tajanis Tajanis is a group of Sufis who are really pretty far astray on Islam they are far away from Islam actually if you read their books or their believings you will be amazed how can we call these Muslims just take one of them just to see how far it is that Qadia, that sorry that Tajani Ahmed Tajani the leader of this group he made dua a prayer of two lines very weak Arabian uh, Arabic language and he said these two lines if we read them one time it's better than reading Holy Quran 6,000 times now can we come with these people Muslims 
Do you think they are very limited? No. Their followers in Africa more than 10 million of people. And this group, by the way, when the French occupation came to Algiers and Morocco, they told the Muslims, don't make jihad. This is our Qadr. We should accept our Qadr. Yani the occupation of uh, French into the Muslim countries is a Qadr. So accept it. That's what they want. And that's why they pay for these Soviet groups. However, in this case we do not, we want to talk actually about these poisons. So we choose four poisons actually which is very important to know. Although Muslims may not really give uh, an attention to these poisons. Talking, watching, eating and gathering. This is all okay. What's the problem with them? Yeah, you, do want, you want us not to gather with anybody, stay alone. You want, us, you want us not to eat? You want us not to watch anything? Close our eyes? Or do you want us to stop talking at all? That's why I put extra. To avoid misunderstanding of this case. So I said extra talking, extra eating, extra. From where do we get this? From our own minds? No. We have already taken it from the Quran and Sunnah. Let's see. We start with the first one which is extra talking. But imagine now that extra talking is kind of poison. How is that? Listen to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he tells us in the hadith which is narrated by Imam Ahmad and uh, it was Hassan by Al-Albani in Sahih Targhib and also in the Sultan of Sahihah that Anas radiallahu anhu said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said لا يستقيم إيمان عبد حتى يستقيم قلبه ولا يستقيم قلبه حتى يستقيم لسانه Ah. So the Iman will not be straight unless the heart is straight. And the heart will not be straight unless the tongue is straight. Let's see what the de- why we are talking about the tongue this way. Actually, they say that the tongue is the worst part of the body. It is more like a snake. Some Ara- Arabian uh, good scholars said that the, the, the tongue is like a snake it could beat anyone quickly I'll give you just a small story I've heard it from one of our sheikhs and it's really يعني, it gives us the idea he said just imagine just imagine there is a good Muslim who starts his early day by Salat al-Fajr with Jama'ah mashallah and he after Salat al-Jama'ah he made the dhikr that's only dhikr, of course. Okay? Then after that, he recites some Holy Quran. Then after that, he starts his life with remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the whole day. Every salah with jama'ah. MashaAllah. Very good. Fantastic. After salat al-isha, he goes to visit some friends. Then he starts to... And how many good, good deeds he has gained now? So many good hasanat. So many good deeds now. Right. He goes to some friends and he sits down with them and he starts, yalla. That guy, khali wali. That guy, very bad. That guy is this. That, and he starts to spread and segregate his good deeds to the people who he hates. The people who he, who he hates, he gives his hasanat. 
Because he has, he hates that guy, he starts saying, Ashaq, this guy is bad, and he starts to talk about him. The other guy, the other. Then he, like he is giving his good deeds to these people. Abandi Hadith of Muhammad وسلم, he asked his Sahaba, who is the person who has no money? Or the Muflis in Arabic. Muflis means no money. They said, Ya Rasulullah, the, the Muflis among us is the one who doesn't have any money. He said, no. But the Muflis from my Ummah is the one who brings a lot of good hasanat. A lot of good deeds. When he comes to judgment day, he has a lot of good deeds. But he comes with ah, ghiba, namima, talking about the people, that and this and that and this. Then those people, he takes their money of the people. He hears the people. He hurts the other people. Okay. These people come to the judgment day, they take from his hasanat. There's no money in here. Halas. In judgment day, there's no money. It is good deeds or bad deeds. So they start to take from his good deeds for what he has done to them. And if his good deeds are finished, Allah will take from their bad deeds into him. Then he will send him to Jahannam. La ilaha illallah. The guy has worked a lot. He made a lot of salah, a lot of zakah, hajj, umrah, sadaqah, so on. Where did it go? It, go? it went to these people who have already talked about, who hurt the people, those people who have been hurt by him. So this tongue is very dangerous. We need to put it in jail. And the jail also has bars. These are the teeth. Keep the tongue closed. Keep the tongue stopped inside the mouth. Unless, except for, ah, so nobody tells me now, no talking, khalas, cut the tongue away. No. Use that tongue to get you closer to Allah. How is that? Reciting Holy Quran. Making da'wah to the other people. Make dhikr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every time. Even if you are at work, you work in computer or in television. Just say, whenever you have a time, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, La ilaha illallah, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Keep on. But don't use it to say, oh, that guy is bad. And that guy is lies, bad things. But that's why Muhammad told us that, Laysa al-mu'minu bil-ta'ani, wala bil-la'ani, wala al-fahish, wala al-bali'i. Wala al-fahish, wala al-bali'i. So he doesn't, he doesn't curse the others. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he told us that a mu'min does not curse the others. He does not say bad things about the others. He uses his tongue, his tongue, the way it's supposed to be used. Now we got the point. Extra talking is the problem here. Talking is okay. Yani even halal or mubah talking is no problem. Yani talk to some of your colleagues or brothers or relatives, careful hal, how are you, how's things with you, alhamdulillah, that's no problem. Even in work you know how is this and that, and you explain to the others the work, that's no problem. But when it comes that it goes to the other side, the bad side, Talking about the others. Ghiba, by the way, if you don't know, Ghiba is a major sin. Kabair is One of the major sins. And Kabira, by the way, if the person dies without repenting from it, and he is a monatist, he is a muhid, he is a Muslim, if he comes to the judgment day, he is under the Mashiach of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If Allah will, he will forgive him. Otherwise, Allah may send him to Jahannam for some time. Major sins like what? Zina, adultery. Drinking alcohol and so on, and also riba and namima also. Namima, what's the difference between riba and namima? Both of them is to talk about the others, but riba is to say something which is already in the guy. Somebody say, I am, what I'm saying is true, I'm, I, I'm not lying to the guy. That's exactly what the Muhammad told. Yani this habit said, Ya Rasulullah, what if, what if we say is already really with the guy? Yani the guy is bad guy, he is, he is stealing or he is doing this. And you come to some place and say, oh, this guy, you remember the guy? The guy is this, this, this. What you are saying is true. It is fact. 
These are facts. This is riba. While namima is worse even. Which is to say something which is not there. To make trouble among Muslims. Especially. This is really called namima and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not forget it or forgive it for the person unless he repents from it. Listen to the other hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam about this case. When he was advising Mu'ad ibn Jabal radiallahu anhu about so many things. Then he wanted to summarize all the things he, told, he has told Mu'ad and said يعني To summarize all of what he has said to you and he cut his tongue by his own fingers and said stop this of yours so Mu'ad was amazed Ya Rasulullah are we going to be يعني, uh, accounted by this he said Allahu Akbar that's some kind of يعني, it's not a dua on him but just to make him understand that this is very dangerous وَهَلْ يَكُبُّ النَّاسِ عَلَىٰ وُجُوهِهِمْ أَوْ قَالَ عَلَىٰ مَنَاخِرِهِمْ فِي جَهَنَّمْ إِلَّا حَصَائِدَ سِنَتِهِمْ The major thing that will drive people to Jahannam is what they say. Subhanallah. Easy to see that how the, 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 the tongue is very dangerous for the human being. Other hadith which is in Bukhari and Muslim. That Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu said, that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِنَّ الرَّجُلُ لَيَتَكَلَّمْ بِالْكَلِمَةِ مَا يَتَبَيَّنُ فِيهَا يَزِلُّ بِهَا فِي النَّارِ أَبْعَدْ مِمَّا بَيْنَ الْمَشْرِقِ وَالْمَرَدِ One word, a person would say, will throw him into Jahannam, deeper and further than what is from the east to the west. And the other hadith, the same hadith by Tirmidhi, that he goes in Jahannam 70 years, Going down, not yet to reach the bottom of it. Seventy years for one word in Jahannam. Seventy years not to stay, no, he's going down in Jahannam. For seventy years he's going down, no, none stop for one word. How dangerous is this tongue? Subhanallah uh, The hadith of Uqba ibn Amr radiallahu anhu, that he asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how how am I going to be survived? How am I going to be safe in this case? He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Amsik alayka lisanak. Catch your tongue. Don't let it go. Don't let it play all around. وَلْيَسَعَكَ بَيْتُكَ Until the end of the hadith. That's what we want from the hadith here. Watch your tongue. Because the tongue will drive the person whether to Jannah or to Jahannam now. So many hadith in this case. But a Muslim really has to be aware that this tongue can be used also in the good things. In dhikr, in istighfar, in recitation of the Holy Quran, in da'wah. When a person goes and he meets people, yani, subhanallah, why are we driven to the wrong things to do? If you or I, any one of us, come to a place, where are we? At work, at some place, party, whatever. When we come to this place, why don't we drive the people to the good thing instead of they let them drive us to the wrong thing? We sit in the place. You see, uh, all of us are living in, uh, among the society. Yeah? We are not hiding in, in our house. We work. We have work. And colleagues in the work. We go to parties, there are friends, this, that. 
how can we become yani, effective as an effective people in these cases? When we sit with these people, we derive the talking. To what? To remember Allah. To remember the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To remind people that Muhammad sallallahu has done his best to save us from hellfire. Why can't we drive it? Why are we driven? Why can't we be the leaders? Why can't we be the leaders? Why, could we, why can't we lead when we sit with people? Lead them, lead them to their life. If I can, if I cannot, suppose I am a weak person, I cannot really uh, face all the barriers. Everybody is talking to me, maybe they are yani, uh, accusing me of lying. And what should I do? Leave. Easy. Very easy. Clear by, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his holy book. وَقَدْ يُزْدِلْ عَلَيْكُمْ فِي الْكِتَابِ أَنْ إِذَا سَمِعْتُمْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ يُسْتَهْزَوْا بِهَا وَيُسْتَهْزَوْا بِهَا فَلَا تَقْعُدُوا مَعَهُمْ حَتَّى يَخُوضُوا فِي حَدِيثٍ غَيْرِهِ إِنَّكُمْ إِذَا مِثْلُهُمْ That's the case on the mocking into the religion. If you, يعني, if it happened that you attended some, some gathering and they're in this gathering people are really talking nasty and they're maybe insulting Allah or insulting Rasulullah sallallahu or insulting the deen of Muhammad sallallahu or the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu you have to try to stop them. And if you cannot stop them for any reason, leave. What if I don't? إِنَّكُمْ إِذَا مِثْلُمْ You are the same. لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Those people who are stripped and keep silent sitting with these people who are saying bad things about Allah or Rasulullah or the deen of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he keeps silent, he is one of them. Just to remind you when we talk about the contradictions of Islam, about the mocking of the religion. And we said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made three of Sahaba. Are totally covers, are totally covers. You remember the case when they were in Tabuk? Muhammad was going to Tabuk to jihad. Three of these people who are counted as Sahaba sat down and they start to make fun and joke and mock about Allah, Rasulullah, and Quran. One of them actually was saying, one of them only was joking and saying. The other one was laughing, the third one was keeping silent, he did not say anything. All of these three Allah Ta'ala have descended from the holy, from the heavens that all of these are kafirs. But I said to him, لا يقولون إنما كنا نخوض ونلعب قل أبي الله وآياته ورسوله كنتم تستهزئون لا تعتذروا قد كفرتم بعد إيمانكم. الله أكبر. This judgment is not by me or you or anybody else. By Allah who knows everything subhanahu wa ta'ala. He made all of these three are covered out of Islam, totally, خلاص. Subhanallah al-Azim. Why? Because one of them has joked or mocked. And the other one was laughing. And the third one, silent, did not say anything. He did not say anything. He did not even join by laughing. No, he did not reject this case. He did not leave the place. So he was counted one of them. How dangerous it is. So a Muslim really, a good Muslim like you, should be always when he sits in any place with people, drive them to the correct way, correct path. Remind them of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remind them of the good things. Even if they talk about mubah, allow things, khalas, no problem. If they talk about يعني, the work and this and that, no problem. As long as they are not making ghibah of the manager of the company or this or that as usual, that's natural, we, have, we can see it easily. And shaitan is very smart, you know. He can drive people easily to play these things. Oh, one of the staff is having trouble with his manager. He's, the, manager the manager is nasty with this staff or he's yani, uh, 
becoming zalim with him, then whenever he sits down, oh, that manager, he is in this, and he starts to, he starts to give him his good deeds. La ilaha illallah. Yani he hurts you and you give him your good deeds. MashaAllah. What kind of, of uh, yani action is this? When a person is hurting me, I go give him my good deeds? Allah this is not even by Isa ibn Maryam, alayhi salam. So a Muslim should think of this, that's not, not to let his tongue drive. It's good that a Muslim really having a long period between thinking of the thing to say and saying the thing. That's why some, uh, some people say, I wish I have the, the, the neck of the giraffe. You know the giraffe is having a so long neck. So I can catch the word before it leaves. Yeah, there's a long time to go between the, 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 uh, the thinking of the thing with the heart and it goes by the tongue. I can catch the word before it goes. That's just you know, an example. Otherwise it's not the, this way. It's the way that a Muslim, really before his tongue starts to talk, he should think, what am I going to say? Is it good or bad or is it allowed? Yani halal, no problem. If you want to talk about life, about work in some cases and this and that, no problem. Yani, nobody says that, okay, I'll talk about computer, is it haram or halal? Talk about computer, no problem. Talk about words and excellent PowerPoint, no problem, go ahead. Nobody stops you. But, don't start to talk about the manager who gave you this program to say, yes, yes, this manager is this. Ah, Shaitan is driving the case. So a Muslim really use his tongue to really make Allah satisfied with him. Because this tongue is given by Allah. And we should really use it the way that he likes, subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that's trying to just explain some of the case of the extra talking. Extra. But the other case is watching. What do you mean by watching? <clears throat> we mean by watching is seeing. And watching here could lead you to the case of watching TV, watching this, watching that, watching this, allowing the eyes to be wrong channel or wrong channel to the heart. The eyes is actually away from out to the heart. Just imagine a person who is having يعني, uh, a cupboard and he is bringing every dirty thing to put in the cupboard. Every time he goes out, he found dead sheep, he found dead dog, he takes it and puts it in this cupboard. How this cupboard will be? Very good smelling, huh? Same thing for the eyes. If we are going to see the bad things and put it down into our hearts, how are our hearts going to be? Very dirty. But if we do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us to do with these eyes, then we will be safe. قُلِّ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَغُبُّوا مِنْ أَبْصَارِهِمْ إيش معنى يَغُبُّوا؟ You are walking the street, all of a sudden, يعني a nasty lady, with no hijab facing you. What are you going to do? Obey Allah. Keep your eyes closed, move on the other side. Yani, unfortunately now, we are not in the time of Muhammad وسلم, where women, when they meet a man, they go aside. Now we are going aside. Yes. You can see it easily. Wallah, you meet the ladies now, they have no shy. They have no shame of themselves, like they are walking like men. Wallah, we move on, move on. 
What can we do? You are walking in the curb or in the, in the, in the sidewalk, you meet a lady, you have to move. What can we do? It should be a vice versa. Muhammad sallallahu told the ladies in his time that they are not supposed to take the mid of the road. They should be taking the side. Our mother Aisha said that we, when we practice that, we walk beside the walls that our clothes catch some of the wall dirt. These are our mother's Aisha, our mother Aisha and the other good mu'mins of Sahabiyyat of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa So if you are walking the street, or in the hospital, if you are working in the hospital, or anywhere, and you meet such thing, what are you going to do? Obey Allah. Don't do like Sufis. Some Sufis, they say, we want to remember Allah. So they go and look to the good-looking ladies and say, Subhanallah, this, this good-looking lady, Allah, see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates things? La ilaha illa subhanahu Look, Shaitan is smart. He played with these people that they reach the point that they just say, okay, I want to say, subhanallah, Allahu Akbar, how, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates things. And he, why don't you look to, to, to uh, some other things, say? Look to a donkey, look to a camel, as Allah told you. Look to a camel, say, subhanallah, why a lady? Shaitan is smart. Imam ibn Jawzi, he was one of the good scholars, and he was. Uh, he died in the year, in the 6th century of Islam, 500 something, I think 591. He made a book. The name, book, the name of the book is Talbis Iblis. Talbis Iblis, he has mentioned so many stories about those people who play, shaitan plays with them, especially the Sufis. He brought this one story and he brought another story I cannot really say. Should I say it now or make the masjid? Wallahi. Let's, let's just bring it as an example, although it's not a good example. Some of these bad Sufis, they bring a child. And they say, say la ilaha illallah. So he says, la ilaha illallah. So they kiss him in the mouth, saying, I kiss the mouth, he says, la ilaha illallah. Saying, this is ibadah. They say, this is ibadah. What do you think? Can a Muslim really think of it this way? A'udhu billah. Same as Qawmulut. It is there. If Ibn Jawzi will not mention it in his book, Allah will not mention it. And you will find worse and worse than that. However, this, the eye is the tunnel to the heart. Now we're talking about what you see in the street, what you see in the hospital, maybe in work, the work having this, uh, huh? Now they have started to do this in Saudi Arabia, unfortunately. Right. What about what is in these Satellites. La ilaha illallah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How a Muslim really will allow himself to, dis- to, do- to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by watching such dirty ladies. By the way, and this is something most of you know. Do you think these ladies are true? No way. They are ladies, yes. But they have been... You know the car when it has an accident? What do you do with it? You take it to the workshop and they make a lot of cleaning and uh, colors and these things and until it becomes shining. These ladies have already been a lot of surgeries, surgeries to make them good enough to be in the TV. 
What is going to happen to the person? First of all, he is gaining bad deeds because he is disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by allowing his eye to see these things. Second thing, especially if he is married. So he will start to compare. What will happen? If one of us watch these fantastic looking ladies, as they say, huh? then he compares with his regular wife. I am a poor guy. How come the people have like this and I have so? That's happened. Don't, don't think this is a joke. Wallahi, this, is, this has happened so many times I have heard this by my own self. Okay, so far. Look, see what we got? See what they have. They start even to disobey Allah and feel that why Allah give me this? Why He gives the others this? Astaghfirullah that's one of the punishments that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives this person because he disobeyed him by watching what Allah told him not to watch. They don't. So don't, don't think that these people will be happy watching this. They will have more and more bad hearing inside that. Why? Why me? Why am I having such people like this? Why the others having like these ladies? So he's feeling more and more that he's, yani, he's having a bad luck. It's unfortunate for him that he is living with this and he cannot have this. Subhanallah al Shaitan gets with the bad look easily to the heart. If the heart is really, if the eye is really always looking at these things, the heart will be destroyed. Because Shaitan will get into the heart with this look, these scenes he is seeing then his heart will be busy with these things. He will not be, he will have no free time to think of Quran, of Hadith of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, of Salah. Even in Salah, he will, Shaitan will come to him to remind him of these things. Wallahi, ya Akhwan, one of the brothers, he came to me once and he said, what should I do myself? What should I do with myself? So I asked him, what happened? He said, even in Salah, I'm thinking of these good-looking ladies in TV. Natural. Natural. It's reality. Because if he is watching this all the time, how can he forget it easily? A young man, maybe he's not married yet, and he's watching these things, do you think his salah will be pure? Subhanallah al If a person is really always leaving his eye to see anything he can see, can he gain or have all of these good-looking things he is looking at? He cannot. So what will happen to him? He will be troubled inside. He sees so many good things that he cannot have. Say he can have up to four ladies, four wives in Islam, fine. But he ca can he have all of these hundreds or thousands of these good-looking ladies all around the world? In internet? In the satellite? He cannot. So he will only troubling himself, that's all. Are we open? It's almost. But I think this is good enough for tonight, for of extras. So we'll have some more extras, inshallah, next week to talk about the extra eating and extra gathering. Hopefully, inshallah, we'll be all together. If you have any questions, we can really talk to about that, inshallah. Yes. What about joking? Joking? 
Okay, joking. Brother is asking about joking. Joking is part of, and it's, it's done by the, the tongue. Joking, if it is in halal cases, it's alright. But even lies or lying in the joking is not allowed. لَا تَكْذِبْ وَإِنْ كُنْتَ مَازِحًا That's narrated to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Don't joke. Don't lie even if you are joking. If you want to joke somewhere or another, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam joked. He joked with a lady. An old lady came to him and she asked him, Ya Rasulullah, where am I going to be? Am I going to get to Jannah? He said, no. No old lady will get to Jannah. So the lady started to weep and she left. So he called her and said, I told you, no old lady. You will be a young lady. That's a joke. Okay? And uh, another man came to him and said, Rasulullah, give me a ride. I want uh, يعني, uh, a camel to ride. He said, okay, he will give you the son of the Naqah. Naqah is the female of the uh, camels. He said, Rasulullah, what should I do with the, with the, with the son of the... He said, the camel is from the, the lady camel. Well, it's a joke. So if joking on allowed things, no problem. Yeah, I need to... Yeah, subhanAllah, of course, you're not, if you are serious all the time, You'll be tired and the others will be tired. So making some jokes which is allowed and there's no haram, no lying in it, no bad words in it, it's alright. But don't keep on the whole day joking. Joking is like salt. Like salt. If you are putting too much salt in your food, you'll not eat it. But salt is good. But if it's too much, too much. You put a little bit of salt, your food will be fantastic. Or maybe spices, especially for brothers from India. Okay? No, they... If you put so much spices, I cannot eat. Maybe you can. <laughs> but if it's too much, you cannot. Too hot, we'll say T-O-O. Means you cannot. But it's very fine. Very, some people can take it. But too much is too much. So joking is like salt. If you put it in, in the uh, little bit of uh, in the food, it will be fantastic. The food will be fantastic. If it's too much, you cannot eat the food. Any questions? Is allowed or not allowed? What's that? Ghibah, non-Muslim. Muslims is totally haram. Oh, no, for, for kafirs, okay, ghibah is not totally uh, يعني, um, forbidden. There are six cases that you can make ghibah. Okay, of course kafir is one of them. Because kafir is a kafir. But for a Muslim, can I make ghibah on a Muslim? Yes, there are some cases you can. Like if you are, يعني, if some Muslim made zulm on you and you cannot get your rights so you go to the person who can take don't, suppose your manager did not give you a salary this month they say we will deduct half your salary for a small mistake this is zulm you are allowed to get ghibah on him but where? to the person who is going to take your rights from him not to everybody don't make a microphone and start to talk about that person this is ghibah but to talk to someone, that general manager, you go to the general manager and say, no, no, I'll not make ghibah with the guy. I have been, you have to tell him. Okay, this person has done this, this to me. This is ghibah, but this is allowed. Some cases, yes. But for kafir, as you said, no, this is not, not ghibah. Kafir is a kafir. That's all I mean. If the person is really bad, he has many people, so we can say about him that he's very bad guy. The if you, if, you have, if you know that there is a person who is so bad, say dealing drugs, or stealing alcohol, or driving people to bad things, then you should tell people to be, to, to, you warn people from him. That's, that's not evil. Because you have to warn them. If you don't, the people will be, 
will follow him and go and have these problems with him. So, but if you tell them, brothers, listen, that guy is having such and such. This is a qiyam, inshallah. inshallah. What's that? Politics. Uh huh. Doing bad politics, not doing and hidden something like that. So we can discuss on behind. If he's a person, it's kafir. A kafir is a kafir. Halal. No problem. Ghiba for a kafir, no problem. Ghiba for a kafir, no problem. But for a Muslim, he's doing some, as you said, bad politics in, in the office. You can't take him by his hand and talk to him. And if you cannot, and still he does not want to hear, listen from you, then you go go to the person who can take your rights from him. Manager or general manager or uh, someone who can order him to stop this, that's fine. That's not, uh, and this leave is allowed in this case. Good, Jazakallah khair, it's a good question. Yani, what if I made riba on someone? Some reason I was so angry for him and the, from him and this and that, and Shaitan played with me and made riba. Then I wanted to repent. Regular sin. There are three conditions for repentance. Stop it. Be sorry for what happened. Have the intention not to do it anymore. That's for regular. I mean, person drank alcohol or maybe looked to bad things and so on. Or, but for riba or for things which is containing something or the other, taking money or making riba, you have to add one extra condition that is to Ask him for excuse. You go to him and say, I'm sorry, I have done this and this, this. Please excuse me for this. He doesn't know. Hold, hold on, I'll come to you. There's a, okay? Now, if, what if this person, yeah, you think that if you tell him this and ask him for excuse, he'll be so angry. And he makes trouble to you. And then it is enough to mention his name with good manners and the other places you have mentioned already bad, with bad manners. And then tell him, because this will make extra trouble among you. Even if he doesn't know it, but if you think that he is going to accept it, and he will excuse you, the good jazakallah khair, I have done this, please excuse me for that. So, alhamdulillah, this is finished. Otherwise, if you think that he is going to make troubles, or this will make uh, problems among Muslims, then just keep it silent and go and mention this name or this guy among the people that he is a good person and such and such. What the place that you mentioned that he is a bad guy. Jazakallah khair. Next week, inshallah, we'll continue. Jazakallah khair for listening. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi That's uh-huh. that for the fourth condition that we need to mm-hmm. mention to the person who made that That's that's for riba, but for for other things also, which could explain this, for a person stolen money. No, I'm uh, okay, I'm, I'm just trying to to give you an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Taking the money from the others, yeah. these three conditions is required for every sin, mm-hmm. and also returning the money this is the fourth condition for riba. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the person and ask for excuse. Mm-hmm. Yani, I'm sorry, I have done this. Please excuse me. If he excuses you, alhamdulillah. If you think that this person will make trouble, mm-hmm. okay, 